Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop, a Sunday, February 11th edition. I'm Zach. I'm Tom. And I'm Travis. And as usual, we're going to be recapping all of the DC TV shows that happened this past week. Uh, let's start off with Supergirl, both sides now. We get to see um, a lot of Rain and Julia, one of the other world killers, and some of uh, Saturn Girl and Monel interacting and stuff. What did you think of this episode, Travis? Uh, I enjoyed this episode a lot. Uh, I especially enjoyed the contrast between Supergirl and Alex in terms of how they were interrogating the suspect, well, the, the world killer, we'll say. And Supergirl was trying to find hope and trying to get through to the human part of her while Alex was having none of it and was rather threatening. And I enjoyed how, in the end, Alex found out that that was not the way to go. And overall, I thought this episode, uh, it was a little lacking in action at some points, but we we can definitely like attest that those world killers do pack a punch. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this episode as well. I think the it was a little forced and it seemed kind of weird, like Alex all of a sudden being really crazy and not trusting Kara at all. Like it, it just kind of served the purpose in the episode and it didn't didn't really feel like in line with her character and what we've seen in their interaction so far this season, but it worked out okay. And like you said, there's a little bit of downtime sometimes in this episode, but I really enjoyed seeing uh, Monel and Hank and Wynn together. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I was surprised by how just angry Alex was. Uh, that was sort of shocking uh, how upset she was still is about Maggie and everything. But I thought she came off a little a little bit too strong there, but glad she came around in the end and we get a little bit of world killer moving forward i was i am not really happy to see the return i didn't have a problem with manel and Kara together and but having said that i don't really need to see that revisited again i think they both have moved on and with all this arranged marriage talk and manel maybe still having feelings for Kara, i i'm not really interested in revisiting that uh, but it looks like we're going that way and I was most intrigued by the the ending with Samantha and Lena. And I really want to know what's going on with that and what Lena's plans are to try to help her. I also put a little note there because I really didn't enjoy Alex as she was doing that. But also, the whole first half of the season, Alex has been saying, Kara Danvers is my favorite person. Like, don't be Supergirl, don't be cold. And then she just changes and acts like this jackass. Part of my language. Uh, yeah. I had that role there too. That's how she acted, which I don't understand. I know, like Zach said, it served the purpose of the story, but it kind of went against what her character has been saying to Supergirl for the entire first half of the season. Right. I was expecting it to be a reveal that they had planned a, a good cop, bad cop thing, except yeah. apparently Kara didn't get that memo and neither did Alex. Yeah, it was just so extreme, but uh, oh well. I could think of somewhere they could go to get some interrogation skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex has been good at, at interrogation in the past, so I was surprised to see her just not having it with purity. Yeah, we also got to see, I think Saturn Girl said something about, um, she was talking about Nell and said, like, I need to tell you the real reason we're here. And that is interesting. That's more intriguing to me. Like, like you said, Tom, I'm not... I hope they don't spend too much time revisiting the whole Monel and Kara thing because I feel like they've moved on, and but now they've introduced this arranged marriage sprinkle thing. So hopefully they move past that a little quicker and get on to the, like, 
the real re- reason that the Legion came back. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about that as well. Same here. Well, just to note that we're actually going to have a nine-week break um, from Supergirl now. Legends of Tomorrow is going to take over that time slot, so we'll be talking about that next week and not Supergirl for nine weeks. Constantine. Yes, the, the tried The tried and tested nine-week break in the middle of the show season. That works, <laughs> that works out marvelous all the time. <laughs> I'm optimistic about it. We'll see what yeah. happens. All right, moving on to The Flash. The episode is titled True Colors. We got to see the prison break and Thinker changing bodies one more time. What do you think of this episode, Travis? I enjoyed this episode a lot as well. Uh, the only thing I didn't enjoy, but we've always said it throughout this whole season, is that I don't enjoy Amunet as a character, really. But yeah. what I did enjoy was uh, Barry turning. We had a little bit of a MacGyver episode in here. Barry figuring out how to get out of here and ralph really shined for me in this episode as well yeah i i agree 100 percent with everything you said I, it's really cool to see barry using his brains again i i kind of like these episodes sometimes where he's in a situation and he loses his powers and he has to remember like oh yeah i'm smart as well i don't have to just run really fast all the time um the whole prison break sequence and all of the the bus metas together with him it was really cool um i i like seeing that I still don't really understand what Thinker is trying to do, but I think we can see right now the cracks forming between him and his wife, and that's obviously something that's gonna that's gonna come up later. Um, but then the ending was just—I liked I liked Ralph in this episode, but the idea that you can just like take over Devoe's body or make yourself look like Devoe, walk into a courtroom, and just say, "Hey, I'm alive," and the judge is like, "Okay, well, I guess we don't have to do any research or investigation or anything." free Bar- mr allen that, I, I, that was a bit ridiculous <laughs> i guess yeah i guess we just let him go now that was a really weird contrast because barry's like you guys figure out how to get me out of here the right way and then we cut to ralph as devoe um that doesn't seem like the right way and yeah I, they can believe that this man's back from the dead but they can't believe that a shapeshifter might exist um i was surprised that 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 sort of worked out that easily but Overall, I did like Barry. I'm glad Barry. They spent a lot of time with Barry in prison, and it wasn't just a one-off thing, just to sort of to break things up a little bit. And I did like seeing him with the the villains. Um, and so yeah, um, we don't know exactly what Thinker wants. Obviously, he wants to get all those powers for a reason. Um, but yeah, I, I thought overall things are moving forward, and I I kind of like that. I agree. I also think we, he made a note that the Thinker didn't go after any other of the metahumans in the wing, like Weather Wizard or any of the other ones. So he needs, he just wants those specific bus metas. That is it. And also I thought it was pretty funny. While when Barry was breaking out the criminals, most of them were talking about going back to a life of crime. So you get a sense of why Barry Allen is the flash, like his actual character is his qualities as a person really stand out when he's up with those villains trying to escape. You can see their motives and his. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. There's a really good contrast between Barry and the, the villains. I also put that on more last than ever. I didn't understand how you could get away with it, like you guys said. And also, <laughs> the dancing at the end, just closed the episode, I was like, I have no idea. It's okay, I guess I enjoyed the episode. but <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited going forward, though, to try to figure out what on earth Thinker is doing and then, you know, seeing, really seeing Barry and Team Flash having to use their brains to, to outthink him because... I think the ending was supposed to like be that's a really smart way to do it, but I I think they can come up with some smarter stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, now, go sort out. <laughs> if if Devoe goes missing again, <laughs> do they do they reopen an investigation? I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, well. All right, moving on to Black Lightning. This episode is titled Black Jesus, and we get to see Lady Eve, a lot of Tobias Whale, and the 100, and the new drug, uh, was it Green Lightning? Is that what it's called? Green Light. Green Light, Green light. yes, sorry. Uh, what did you think of this episode, Travis? Uh, I really enjoyed this episode as well. I thought all four of the shows had great episodes this week, but this one was my favorite again. Uh, uh, you love, I love seeing Anissa start off like learn her powers and taking out some street level thugs, but like still being scared of how strong she actually is. But what really stuck out to me throughout the whole episode was the first part. Lady Eve is such a powerful character and I'm going to be honest with you. Every time she speaks, she scares the living daylights out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she, she's terrifying and she's doing such a good job of being that kind of like super calm villain who is doing crazy things and you know like everything's just kind of normal for her so but there's just a bunch of evil right underneath the surface yeah i think she did a great job with that and uh getting to see tobias's sister that was that was an interesting development as well and you know i think i think they're doing a good job of making tobias a pretty scary villain especially because you know he is now that he is you know trying to cast himself as helpful and make black lightning look like the bad guy i think that's like a real evil genius kind of thing to do um so yeah i i really really enjoyed this episode again i think black lightning's in a a really good groove so far and like you travis i also really enjoyed the parts with anissa and her using her powers more i like yeah i I agree with everything you guys said more lady eve more tobias more background on the 100 and how it's sort of like a terrorist organization with all these different cells that uh, operate independently, but share some information. I, I like hearing a lot about that. The green light drug was pretty cool that they're doing a a real world sort of real world situ- situation with the drug issue in the schools and the neighborhood. But it's also they're introducing a little bit of the superhuman stuff to that and still keeping it relatively grounded, you know, showing one kid super strong from the drug and, and how everything works there. I think I really like where they're going with that. Um, and yeah, more Anissa as she moves forward. Cool to see that. And I'm again, curious about the ending with Khalil, you know, you feel bad for him. Like his spinal cord is fully separated. And then it looks like Tobias, this is, we got to see more of Tobias. Like this is what he does. He, he recruits based on people who feel that they're in a really bad place and this is their only way out. And he's trying to recruit Khalil to be against black lightning. Um, really want to know where that's heading because Khalil seems like a really good guy so far and maybe this injury and Tobias's push will turn him in a different direction. He's channeling his inner politician. <laughs> yeah. I got a couple notes that I wrote too. What do you guys think about the electric vision? I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it's really cool that they added that and I think it looks cool, just the, the special effects of it too, but I, I can definitely see that coming in handy in the future. And um, when Anissa is going to be using her electric powers, I'm, I'm sure that will come in handy as well. Yeah, I was surprised they introduced that. And I'm I'm very surprised by what everything Gamby can do. Um, but I'm glad Black Lightning is, still feels grounded, but it's not shying away from, it's not just completely staying away from comic book type stuff where you can have that sort of lightning vision 
have some superpowers here and there, but it still feels grounded. So I think they've struck a nice balance so far. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. But also, I think I don't understand why Gamby is keeping stuff from Jefferson. Like, um, is it to keep him focused on the 100 or I don't know because he's already kept under wraps at Tobias's back and he did his own investigation on what Anessa did to those thugs in the alley by himself after he told like Jefferson to go on home. Nothing was here. Yeah, I have I have some speculation, some thoughts on that, but I don't want to get too into it because it it's my ideas come from the comics. And so I don't want um, it could be spoilery if that's the way they decide to go. Um, but yeah, it's definitely interesting. Whatever's going on with Gamby. Yeah. On to arrow, the devil's greatest trick. We really get a big story about Caden James and his past with his son. And we get the reveal of who is really the villain of this season. what do you think about this, Travis? I really enjoyed this episode time and I don't have many like bad things to say about it, which is surprising from the last <laughs> few episodes of era. But what we talked about since I've known you is uh, little story arcs, and I got to say, I did not know this. I thought this Caden James story arc was going to be dragged the whole season to the end, and they clued it up here in this episode, and I thought that was awesome. They have another story arc going forward for the rest of the season, and I didn't see that coming. So hopefully now with the next nine episodes, they can hit on them all and have a great ending to a kind of tumultuous season. But there were some great notes in this episode in its own self. Donna had some good action scenes. We got a flash cameo, which was cool, but I don't know why they didn't get in the search for the whole bomb. <laughs> and we got hey. William being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or brave. An idiot or brave. Maybe a little bit of both. Uh, I go. agree with you there. Um, I thought at times the Caden James story was sort of running on fumes, but it did end up uh, with this episode and, and the last couple were stronger than it had been. And so it ended on a bit of an up note. And now I'm, I want to know where it's going to go from here. Caden uh, James... Some of the motivations and stuff seemed rushed uh, for blaming Arrow and everything like that. But, I mean, that's that's besides the point now. That's done. I'm glad there is a relatively happy ending for everyone but Kid and James and Dinah, I guess. So, really not a happy ending at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, so what do you think of, of James being killed and Ricardo Diaz stepping up? I thought, like I told you, I didn't know how they were going to stretch it the entire season. There's a couple of things they got to address with me is Ricardo Diaz is supposed to be this very, like the best martial artist in the DC universe, one of them anyway. So how does he get like, for example, in this episode, just captured by a wild dog, Mr. Terrific and brought there? How does that happen? Or is he, does he let it happen? Like we got to know some stuff going forward. I, I also want to know, like we're going to get the FBI back and play now. We got to, because that was part of his plan. He said he made the moves to get Oliver indicted by the FBI because he wants this city for himself. So this is going to be a great little payoff now the next nine episodes. But one thing I really I'm just resigned to the fact that we're going to lose Quentin at the end of the season now and <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, so I, I could see the group to blame you. I could definitely <laughs> see Laurel um, doing something Earth to Laurel doing something with Quentin uh, that doesn't involve a happy ending. But like you said it's with the the shorter arcs and it, it's they still tie in together it fits as one season but it's kind of like a comic book arc where if it's six issues if you don't like the arc it's okay because another one is right around the corner and so that's sort of even if i was disappointed at times in the first half of arrow i've got a little bit of renewed 
uh, renewed excitement because it's almost like we're starting from scratch a little bit, and I'm curious to see what what happens from here. Oh, I agree. But also, like in this season, we have gotten a couple arcs, and if you had didn't enjoy the first arc, I'm sure there's no one that could have said they didn't enjoy the two part Deathstroke arc. So there's a little bit to keep you in anyway. And now going forward, hopefully this changes. But I still think the teams are going to be at odds because Dino wants to kill Laurel, and Oliver's not going to let that happen. So this is they're going to have, they're going to come to a showdown. I'm just wondering if this is the time because we've already got we've already known that Colton Hayes is shooting Arrow. Is this the time that Oliver calls out for his old partner? Yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know how the the Laurel situation is going to be resolved. Perhaps she almost uh, becomes good, but then she changes her ways at the end, maybe with a killing Quentin or something like that. Nothing nothing would really surprise me when it comes to whatever they do with, with Laurel. I'm banking on him sacrificing himself and she changing her ways but there's one thing that i thought was hilarious was when he was trying to tell his when oliver was trying to tell william that he's going to be all right and william was reluctant to believe him he should have just said i would have told him you know like i beat the flash right like that backpack you're wearing i i beat that guy like i could have killed him if i wanted <laughs> except he didn't really but he could he could say that i like to think he he could have got him in the first season the first time they crossed over. After that, there's no chance he's ever winning. Oh, uh, no chance. But bef- that first time, I'd like to think he had the opportunity. I wouldn't have called it the tie. Like, yeah. Just jumped the gun a little bit on that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if William was stupid, but brave, stupid, a little bit of both there. I also thought it was cool. He was playing with the arrow there at one point, and Theo was like, like give me that. Like, don't touch that. So I I think that's just going to allude more to him getting training. It definitely, it, it it seems like it's going that way, and you predicted that a long time ago. And, and well, would be, never... it would be cool anyway to have a actually young Speedy that wants to be and like loving it, kind of like same way uh, Tim from like the Robin, that Robin, like the one that enjoys it so much. The Tim Drake version. Yeah, uh, that would that would be a cool change of pace, I suppose. Because William kind of reminds me of that a little bit, besides of being scared all the time. <laughs> well you know he's he's got a lot to overcome yeah all right well that is all we have for today like we said nine weeks of break for supergirl and legends of tomorrow's back with with constantine next week very excited about that travis where can everyone get a hold of you you can find me on twitter at travis underscore 156 just drop me a line and we can chat dc or anything superhero all right well thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow